from 87 Lafayette, it's Coronapod. I'm Matt. And I'm Adam. So what's the update? Couple updates. One, you are now a clean-shaven, boyish young man. I know, I, I do look like a 10-year-old now. I think if we, um, if listeners could see you, and by that I mean my my grandma, your grandma, they'd both say, oh, you're so adorable, Matt. We love you. But the big update here is I did a little digging about the fire. And by what I, what I mean by that is when I left today, L, the, uh, the guy who sits outside on our stoop and in warmer weather and better times sells old used books, I asked him what happened. And he said that someone had left a lighter in the pants they were washing. And I guess what happened is, and this is speculation, is that the lighter broke open in the dryer. The fumes filled the dryer. And then either a spark from the electronics or maybe even like static electricity when you get your mm, stuff out of the dryer. Maybe static. That caused great. it to go boom and have a bit of a fire. Um, but today people were in the laundry mat, acting as though nothing had happened. I, of course, did not go in. Hard to socially distance in a narrow laundry mat. Um, but yeah, looks like everything's back to normal. And of course, <laughs> this laundry mat had a fire last year too. So they have oh, a, really? I didn't a, know that. a bad track record. Okay. Um, Wash and play. You gotta be careful. Yeah, don't. It, as they say, it's all fun and games until someone <laughs> burns uses an eye or a, or a washing machine. Yeah. So, and of course, in our, our, we have our own laundry room now. That's true. That's true. You know, I did realize today I was sitting in there, which I have never really done because Packy lives there or lived there uh, until he decided that he was sick of us and went home. But I was sitting in there while the laundry was going to talk to a friend. And I realized, I was like, you know, I always felt like Packy was getting a pretty good deal for the amount that he paid. But honestly... I think it was actually 100% fair because being in there when the laundry is running is really annoying. Yeah. You can actually hear it in our room. But it, I think it was fine because no one really did laundry at night. so. That's true. That's true. It's mostly during the day thing. But and like the really whole only room on the weekends. Really vibrates. Yeah. Um, you really feel it. But yeah, now we have the laundry room. So I think that's... that's laundry room slash your home office. Yes, exactly. I did. Pacti left his table, so I claimed it. Um, you got to share that, though. You know, if there's, like, if there's calls to be done, you know? Well, you and I, I set it up. Our laptops work very well. You just plug it in, and everything will work. Mm. So mm. you and I can share. Catherine can always have the bedroom, and Dana can have upstairs. And you and I just have to, you know, fight it out. Fight it out. Corporate, you know, us corporate uh, suits, you know? Maybe you should bring the monitor downstairs, too, and we can have, you know... The desk might be a little tight, but we could sit we right next to each other. We can see how much material non-public information we can reveal to our respective, like, you can reveal to my colleagues, I can reveal to your colleagues. It's brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. All right, should we go to our guest? I think so. Let's see. Uh, Beck just got back from a bike ride, and I said I would call them in five, and it's been three minutes, so... Let's uh, do it. Let's go. Let's rip it. Maybe we should have waited the full five. Nah. Uh, hello? 
Hello, Beck. Welcome to Coronapod. Welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Hi. How is how is you know, your? I binge. I binge watched or listened to a bunch of episodes two days ago. And Matt, your grandma seems incredible. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. She's awesome. I'm a huge fan of my mom, and that's really all I can say. She's the greatest. Well, Beck, we're happy to have you on the podcast. Wait, actually, I want to pause on this point. Any constructive feedback that you oh, have yes. for us? Oh, Because, you know, our oh, only man. other loyal listeners are our relatives, and they're not going to give us constructive feedback other than <laughs> to cut our hair and stand up straight and fly right. Um, you know, I don't think I have anything off the top of my head. I really appreciate all the outro songs. Um, and the fact that Boys Club is the intro song, I think is incredible. So, and the banter is pretty on point. Um, especially the one when you had no guests. And it was just you two. Mmm. That's been a few episodes. (laughs) I'm surprised. More banter. Yeah, well, that's that's what we, you know, we're bringing Jewish Brooklyn banter to households across America. It truly warms my heart. <laughs> well, we're honored to hear that you enjoyed the show. And we're excited to have you participate in some uh, some banter tonight. So where should, what direction should we go in, in this conversation? You got anything uh, top of mind that you want to uh, chat about? Um, oh man. Well, when I first came to you, I thought about just, um, my life right now and like some of the work I do. Um, and just thought it was an interesting conversation that I don't think I could really have. Well, I mean, I've had it a lot with my roommates and I think they're just really done hearing about it. Well, we... (laughs) So I came to Coronapod. Let's, uh, let's do it. Where do you want to start? Um... Like, 
great. <laughs> I don't really care. But, um, yeah, it's been really interesting with uh, COVID and everyone going or staying in their house. The online presence of, like, performers and workers have just skyrocketed where I'm, like, making very little money in, a, like, a very long amount of time. And I've been on this website, this platform, for, like, three years now on and off. Um, and it's crazy right now. Yeah, just, like, such an influx of people working and then people who don't have money. Because, <laughs> like, people lost their jobs or, you know, just aren't working. So, um, so I guess the, yeah. the, the way for me to think about this, because I, I did read um, about uh, Instagram strip clubs. So I had heard about this happening. But it sounds like what you're saying from an economics perspective there are more people who are out of work trying to make money on the website than there are people who are stuck at home looking to spend money. So in aggregate, it's yeah. actually worse for all of the, the people who perform. Yeah, it's wild right now. Uh, the stimulus check was really nice. I definitely saw that. Um, but that, you know, <laughs> is going to go real quick. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, a really interesting time frame where I'm just like, oh, my God, fuck, I can't. Can I swear on this podcast? Are you, is that? No, shit. We have to edit this. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fuck, sorry. Um, but, yeah, so it's, that's been, like, really interesting. And then, like, yeah, and then my parents are like, you know, you got to get a job, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, totally, right. <laughs> Do, you, do your parents know? Um, they, you know what? They are in, incredibly supportive hippies that live in San Francisco. So definitely from this, I've never told them that I'm on this website, but there's like a lot of aspects of my life that I can like kind of talk about beating around the bush. Um, so like, oh, this really nice man who I, like, met once, bought, you know, and I don't disclose that it was online, like, bought me this thing in my Amazon cart. It's not so nice. And they're like, oh, wow, cool. And, you know, I think that they um, just don't want to believe <laughs> or just, like, aren't actively connecting the dots on purpose. <laughs> and do you know or talk to any of the people who are working on this site as well? And what have they been saying if, if you are talking to any of them? It's pretty much the same thing. Um, there's, like, only, like, three people who I, like, actually have talked to. Um, when I first started, I, like, reached out because I, I was just, like, on the platform watching uh, to, like, learn how to do it. Um, and so they are all kind of in the same situation where they're like, holy shit, all of these like new people are coming on. And we've had these really interesting discussions of like, um, and we haven't talked too many times, but we had this really interesting discussion of like, okay, yeah, maybe like long-term this like is really good for this platform where we have like all these users and it's promoting in, like, this utopian idea, like, promoting this, like, um, pro-chatterbait thing where it's not as much of a taboo as it was in the past. Um, 
so we think like that's what we were kind of brainstorming the other day of like okay maybe it kind of sucks right now but we could really have um but like if we do something which none of us really on the platform has done like contacted um the actual platform I don't know the people who run Chatterbait I don't even <laughs> you know I think that there could be a lot of leverage that we could use with this influx of people and I think that it can be done really well in this utopian idea of like okay hey we have all these people like and it's, it's just hard to organize online you know yeah who does run Chatterbait I, I've always been curious like who are the people who run these like you know online platforms like that do you have you ever interfaced with them in any way i've never not even like like you know oh my payments and come this week like is there anything wrong it's super smooth i've never even had to think about that before what do you but i wonder you know if there's a difference on the other side like people pay if there's a if they get to talk to them more do you th- What's your kind of suspicion about who these new people are? Do you think uh, on the they're they're essentially your competitors, right? So the other people who are using Chatterbait as a way of making money, do you think this is primarily people who to some degree were involved in the industry before, like people who, you know, performed at clubs or something and now with the clubs closed are looking to make money, or do you think it's people who maybe had have never done this before but are really looking to make a buck and figure out that this is, uh, this is a reasonable way to do it? Or, or are you not, don't really have a great sense? Um, I, you know, I have, like, suspicions for sure based in no actual facts. But, like, I could definitely see, like, I see a lot more so, like, of OnlyFans. Have you heard of that platform? No. Before? OnlyFans is, like, you can buy a subscription to see uh, people's, like, packages of pictures or videos while Chatterbait is more a live stream. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people, uh, like a lot of my friends, you know, just on social media, like, hey, I started this OnlyFans, go buy it for, like, you know, 10 bucks a month or something. Uh, and I, just knowing those people, I could see them ditching that pretty soon. Because it's like, a, it's a lot of work. It is so much, you know, and I was definitely one of those people when I first started. I just saw someone do that and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, you know, one of my friends in college was doing it and I was like, this is so cool. Like I would totally love to do this. And so I tried it out and I was like, oh my God, this is actually, I like med- need to dedicate like a lot of time and like practice and it's a fucking workout, <laughs> but I just was not prepared for it, and I think that I could see a lot of um, people not expecting it to be that hard and give up. What would you tell people, someone who maybe, like, lost their job and is looking to make money? Would you say to them, like, definitely do it, like, there's money to be made? Or would you say, like, do it because you make some money and, like, it? I find it, like, actually, like, an exciting experience um, like when you talk to people who are thinking about it, kind of what, what do you tell them or what would you tell them? Yeah. So I, I'm like very pro this website and I think that, um, 
I'm just really, you know, I trust to get paid every two weeks. And, um, I like, I like know some of like the clients who are paying me. So I really am pro it. And I can also see like people having bad experiences with it. So when people are, are wondering about it, I don't think I would ever lead with like, Oh, you lost your job. You should start a Chatterbait account. But if people are interested, I kind of just tell them my story about how I got into it, where it was very, like, mellow at first, and I didn't do it that often. I was just, like, kind of dipping my toes in the water. Like, uh, I would pull up the screen, start broadcasting, and then fully switch my, the, like, tab that was open, so I wasn't watching anything that was happening, because there's a live stream next to it, like, of people talking about it. Uh, And so that's kind of how I started and then I um, slowly it started just like putting in more time and I think that thinking of it as like a part-time job at first is really important so you can like pace yourself and like understand what is happening and not get taken advantage of Um, and then like I very much like, when I first started, like, clients were telling me what to do, and I think I there was, like, a level of that I didn't like, but I didn't really know who else to, like, talk to about it. And so I'm always just like, oh, here, like, I can help you set it up, and this is what I do. Let me know if you have any questions. Have you, have your hours um, changed due to coronavirus? Are you doing more than you were before? Are you doing less? <laughs> yeah, <or? laughs> so much more. Um Essentially, or, um, yeah, essentially I, my goal is to make a hundred dollars every broadcast. That's like the goal I work towards. So in the past that could have taken me anywhere from like an hour to like three hours. And that's like kind of, it's a huge range, but like that very much is the average that I was doing. But now it's like, I'll do an hour to three hours, like, in the morning and then come back on in the evening to, like, try to make that $100 a day. Do you feel like the hours have shifted at all? I imagine that before coronavirus, this was more of a late-night thing. Do you find that there's more going on now during the day that people are working from home? It's all over the world. Mm. So, um, yeah, I haven't, you know, I have not cracked the code of what time of day is best ever. And I kind of just, and that's like the part that I, um, really stick to of like, I, I want to set my own hours and feel, and that's how I feel in control of the situation. And like, just want it feels best for me. And so those are like, that's just a small way that, like, I feel empowered doing it. And how do you, what do your roommates say? Were they, did they, like, know <laughs> when you moved in with them? Did they learn over time? Do they, are they ever, like, keep it down in there? Or? <laughs> um, I am really fortunate enough to live with uh, my best friend right now. And uh, he works not at the house from like nine to five all day. So it really works out perfectly right now. Um, 
I've had it in the past where it's limited my hours, like when I first started, because I lived with like five other people, but I don't think it's ever really been an issue. And I've always really tried to surround myself with pretty, like, a, my, I mean, yeah, it's like a sex positive friend group. And, um, like, one of, I found out because one of my roommates was using this website. And that's when I was like, oh, wow, I could do this. This looks cool. Um, so, thank gosh, it's never been an issue. <laughs> But I could definitely, yeah, I could definitely see that being a little hard, especially, like, in the summer when I live more remotely. Um, I, like, maybe will broadcast, you know, and I'm living, like, in a big group of people. I'll broadcast maybe, like, three or four times a month, which is when I have time. Got it. Well, it sounds like we've got nothing but time. Uh, at least us on the uh, and no money on the uh, the East Coast. But um, thanks for being on the podcast and uh, sharing your uh, experience. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't say that Matt and I will be logging on to uh, contribute anytime <laughs> soon. But um, you know, maybe if our uh, girlfriends break up with us because they find this podcast to be too uh, in infuriating uh you know we might be uh sending you some ebooks we live in a very sex positive household yeah i think honestly there's something for everyone on chatterbait i fully recommend just going on and viewing you don't need money is there is there cat content because i think that's all Catherine would be interested in <laughs> who knows well maybe <laughs> yikes. Recently, this, yikes. This, this like this uh category on Pornhub that's like real world um, POVs where it's just like people just like hanging out together and cracking beers and it there's like nothing sexual happening but it's like one of the biggest categories on Pornhub right now. <laughs> just to like pretend that you're not socially distancing. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks so much and uh, enjoy your evening. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. So Matt, I, I specifically did not say what we would be talking about. Um, hey, this was great. Super fascinating. Um, and that, that was incredibly, incredibly interesting. I am sure also when we publicize this on Instagram, we're going to get a few more listens than normal. Online sex work in a pandemic. It makes sense. And I guess what's frustrating is it's just like, of course, like business is booming and it is, but with so many things, the people who are doing it are not benefiting. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a little messed up. Not sure that I know the solution to it. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in the economics of all of this, but maybe, uh, maybe someone smart will come along. There's an economist in the household. Maybe they'll be able to figure it out. Uh, this has been Coronapod. Thanks for listening.
until next time, uh, stay healthy and um, online. I don't know. <laughs> if you're looking for something a little more PG, be sure to check out our sponsor, Momo, at Momo underscore is underscore a underscore cat on Instagram. I really hope that our grandparents didn't make it to these end credits. 